your brain might turn to putty. But there's still a chance to learn. We'll be your study buddies. We're going to talk about some stuff and make research cool. Hello, 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 and welcome to another week of Study Buddies, a podcast where we bring you the latest in science and psychology. And also, we bring you other things because that's what we're going to do today. Oh, yeah. This week, we're not going to bring you the latest in science and psychology. No. Only because we're taking just a little, like a buffer week. Um, because we've actually, you guys, get ready for it. This is an announcement. We have decided to try a new format. So we're going to take a week and... Nothing gets the people going like formatting. Oh, switch it up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're going to switch up the formatting a little bit. So instead of giving you science this week, we're going to give you about 10 minutes of our brains, which will be... I'm so sorry for you. A party. And um, then we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming next week. So we look forward to seeing you then and hearing all of the thoughts that you have about our new format. But for now, Taylor Collins, today we're going to be asking each other provocative questions. And I'm asking Taylor a provocative question, and then she's asking me a provocative question. Um, I just wanted to clarify this because this is a thought that I had. She doesn't mean provocative in, like, a sexual sense. Oh, I'm not so going to ask her any like, sexy questions. Just like, Sorry, guys. Just settle settle down. Yeah. You know, take it easy. Calm down. You don't, you don't have to be weird, Mm-mm. guys. Don't go All weird. Right? Get your head out of the gutter. These are just, like, thought-provoking, mm-hmm, thought-provocative mm-hmm. Yeah, mind-bending questions. questions, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. We've been talking long enough, and nothing interesting has happened yet. So, Taylor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it interesting. Are you ready for your question? I'm nervous. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Go the question is, how, <laughs> how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? Oh, my God, this is like a riddle. How <laughs> How old would I be if I didn't know how old I wa- I were? I was? You were. Yeah, you are. I mean, if you didn't know how old you are now, how old would you be? Like, how old would I want to be or how old would I assign myself to be? I guess, like, how old – this is a good question. I want to know how old would you assign yourself to be if you did not know okay. how old you were? Like, if you had to fill out a survey but nobody told you when you were born or, like, how close you were to death – what would you put on the survey? Do I get to see myself in a mirror? No, probably not. I think... No mirrors. No, we're going based solely on how you feel. Uh, um, I think that I would think that I'm 17. Really? I think so. You would be a yeah. baby? No, that would be seven <laughs> months. I I think I have just like the uh, aggressiveness and argumentativeness and also inquisitiveness and sometimes stupidity of a middle adolescence. Um, but then also yeah. like just a little bit of a wisdom, just like a little bit under your belt of like some stuff that you, you know, you've been through some things. Yeah, 17 and, years of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many songs about being 17 years old, too. Like Even the way you know, that you, when I said you would be a baby and you defended the fact that you were not a baby, you were 17, was very <laughs> 17 of you. <laughs> yeah, like, let me tell you why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that 
I think that I would identify myself as a 17-year-old. I love that uh, for which, you. <laughs> which is 10 years younger than I actually am. So. <laughs> I love that for you. I wonder if that's going to change ever. Like, did you think you were 17 when you were 13? Yes. Hmm. Did you think you were 17 yes. when you were 5? No. I think I started thinking I was 17 when I was like... Okay, so you weren't born 17. I had to be like eight when I thought I was 17. And then I was 17 That's from eight young. until now. That's pretty young. So, yeah, I know. I was, I was, I really thought I knew a lot of things. Wow, you've been 17 for age. so long. Yeah, it's been a good. You've been 17 years. for 17 years. <laughs> exactly. It's been a good run we've had. Um, That's really good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would, but if I could pick any age that I would want to be, I do hope that one day I mature to like a nice ripe 27. Like I'd love to be. So your current age? Yeah, I'd love to be my current age, but I don't think I'm there yet. Like I don't think I deserve the fact that I'm 27 yet. I haven't earned it. That's so funny. <laughs> that your, your current age is your ideal age, but you're not there yet. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, I'm a little stuck. I love that so much. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I think I'm ready. Um, okay. I don't know. So here is my provocative question okay. for Paula. Okay. How do we know that pleasure is good and pain is bad? Well, when something nice happens, I smile. And when something bad happens, I cry. Do you need a mirror for that assessment? No. <laughs> um i mean like if we're gonna go into like the depth of this yeah yeah go into the depth i think like i think we just like by association at least maybe though maybe that's not true because i definitely think that there's a lot of like bad things in the world that i don't like i i like think of as bad for certain but then there's like a lot of pleasurable things that i don't find pleasurable like but do you find them good how do you know that pleasure is good oh oh I don't think pleasure is good like I don't think I <laughs> I mean I think sometimes That's pleasure so is sad. good well like pleasure isn't always That's good though like you know you know what I'm saying like it's not always good to feel good sometimes it's really bad like long term are you talking about like heroin? I can't think of it. I mean, sure. That's like a great, that's a great place to start. But like pleasure. So <laughs> is it? Pleasure. I don't think pleasure equates to good because it's pleasure is temporary and good is like a morality. Ah. And like, what's the other one? Pain. Pain is bad. Is bad. And I don't also don't think pain is necessarily bad because again, pain is like a state of mind and like bad is a morality. And I don't think morality is a state of mind. I think morality is like kind of in our core. So I in a certain respect. I say, how do we know that pleasure is good and pain is bad? You say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just say no to those even being I don't think that those are. Misleading question. Wait, that's such a dumb question. Like, that's just, to assume that all pleasure is good is dumb, and to assume that all pain is bad is dumb. Like, okay, yeah, when I break a bone and they have to reset the bone, like, it's not bad that they're resetting the bone. Like, that's probably really good, but like, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. 
This question upsets me. This happens a lot when people ask me provocative questions. She was provoked by the provocative question. <laughs> I do. I get I get a little upset. I find this one really interesting. I feel like you could write an essay on it. Cause you definitely could. It was definitely an SAT prompt at some point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I could see that. All of, all, all of these provocative yeah. type questions could be. Well, yeah, except for the age one. I feel like that one's just for fun. Yeah, that one's fun. <laughs> what age would you be, Paula? Okay, wait. Wait, yeah, I was just going to say, let's flip these questions around. I think I would be 46. <laughs> and the reason I say this is because it's still, like, you still got, like, that energy, you know? Um, Do you? I don't know. I haven't been there yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess if I'm 46 and I can say I got that energy, um, but I, like, have, like, a lot of life experience and, like, knowledge and, like, know what's up and, like, sort of know who I can rely on and who I can't. Mm. And I know, like, I am, like, very, like, career-driven. And I think that that, like, you know, like, late, like mid-late 40s starts really kicking in for women where, like, your testosterone just, like, shoots up and you're just like, oh, I'm freaking ready. Does that happen? You know? Because that's been my whole yeah. life, so... That's going to be it terrifying. It does happen. I know. It's really interesting. Um, I don't remember where I heard this, but um, apparently, like, men as they age, like, their estrogen increases, and then women as they age, their testosterone increases. So I wonder if it, like, actually balances out more than anything. So basically, become more gender neutral, we become or... the same gender the older we get. Yeah. I mean, if, like, we attribute our hormones to our gender, like, then sure. But I definitely think that, like, our inner, our inner workings kind of become more similar um, in the binary perspective when we as we get older. That sounds lovely. Yeah. It's really I, – I hope that that's the truth. Well, it's nice to see that, like, biology does want to equal some things out for us down the line. Yeah. They just need us to reproduce first. And they need, I think, like – maybe a little bit of power dynamics for that to happen. I love that you say but they, maybe that's like as if there's like a board of biology that's like <laughs> got together and made these decisions actively. Well, we have to have them. The board of evolution. We've got to have them reproduce. But then, you know, they're stuck together. They're like 80 years old. They got to get along a little bit more. We'll 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 swap the hormones, make them a little bit more, you know, understanding of each other. At that point, it's the least we can do. <laughs> Thanks, board. I wish funny. I could have been on the meeting. Thank you, board of evolution. Ugh. I would have had a lot to yeah. say about some of the earlier things that they decided for women. Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, me too. Okay, wait. Now, what about you? Ask yourself the question you asked me. How do you know that pleasure is good and pain is bad? I think, how do we know that pleasure is good and pain is bad? I mm-hmm. think because... Be careful. Like, don't hurt yourself by thinking too hard. Oh, well, okay. Um, that was a dad joke. <laughs> my, my dad does that joke a lot. So I think that we know that pleasure is good because I think that the reason we are here is to be happy. Um, oh, that's really interesting. I have, like, like a... As far as, like, just a deep-seated belief in the world, I believe that, like, people are inherently good and people try to be inherently good and that the purpose Mm. of our lives, because our lives are so meaningless, um, 
and nothing really matters, that the purpose of them is to enjoy them and find pleasure, whether that be pleasure like in a feeling sense or in a community sense or helping mm. others find a, a source of pleasure for themselves. Um, mm. I think that that's how we know that pleasure is inherently good and pain is bad because it hurts and it's the opposite of pleasure. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, we have such a limited time here in this very circumstantial life and this very insignificant life that we have. Um, mm-hmm. so to, to spend a majority of that in pain or portions of that in pain that's not productive and serving to, I guess, elevate that pleasure in a greater sense. So you can have like a pain that like, almost like you were saying, when you break your leg, like getting it re, whatever they call reset, that, reset, like that's a pain that's going to lead to a pleasure. So it's a necessary pain. But I think that when pain doesn't serve a learning function or a growth function that leads to more pleasure, that the pain is bad because the pain is not helping you. It's not helping anyone else. It's just something that you're sitting in and it's doing you a disservice to be there. Hmm. That is very interesting and very different than my response, which was simply... No. <laughs> I liked your response though. There was a there was a definitiveness to it and I, I felt it like, you know, very organizing. Yeah, well at the end of the day I'm always Paola, so there's gonna be some level of definitiveness to it. <laughs> That's true. And I'm always Taylor, so I'm gonna say one thing and then the next second say, Well, the opposite thing because they're both true. I don't know. Depends. I mean, that's. I think that's true too. I think everything is true, and everything is an absolute lie, all at the same time. Totally true, and also false. Right, <laughs> and wrong. Great. Wow, and terrible. Well, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> we just keep going back with contradictions the entire rest of the episode. Honestly, You're welcome. <laughs> I've just realized this is our total relationship. We've just identified it right now in this. Yep. Moment. Sure have. Great. Uh, Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, this was a very enlightening episode for us. Hope it was for you or it was 15 minutes of garbage and you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, We love you guys. We'll see you again next week for the kickoff of our new format. And we're super excited to hear what you think. We are. We're really excited. We're hoping to get some input from you guys and also... It'll be different and change is good, or at least people keep telling me that. So I'm going to just <laughs> stick to that. Just try it. Uh, and yeah. just another reminder, take a minute. If you have a second to rate us on Apple Podcasts, it always helps us in the charts. And we also love to read your little reviews. They're so nice. Um, my mother wrote a review, full disclosure, and it's in all caps. So you can find that one wow. if you want to take the time. It's great. I'm very. If we're gonna do full disclosures one. about our mother and their interactions with our podcast, I have yet to get mine to listen to it. Oh, I, no. that, is, that is the goal, <laughs> the ultimate goal of the podcast. Maybe if we get famous, my mother will probably still not listen to. it. There's just really no hope, guys. Your mom's <laughs> just not gonna listen to the podcast. She's like, Honestly, Taylor, I hear you talk all the time. I really don't oh need it God. to be recorded for me. <laughs> That's so funny. That's really, really funny. 
She's like, I worked oh, on tuning you out all of these years. So I don't need you in my actual ear. Mom! <laughs> no! Uh, to, to be fair, she never said any of these things. I'm just paraphrasing what I what I put into her, her mouth based on the fact that she hasn't heard it yet. That's uh, hilarious. All right. We'll Love see you, you next week. Have a lovely week. Yes. Enjoy. Be safe. Enjoy the pleasure. And the pain. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye, guys. Study Buddies was created by Paula Sanchez Abreu and Taylor Collins. Our graphic design was done by Monica Ray Summers Gonzalez, and our intro song was composed by singer songwriter Caught In Between. You can follow Study Buddies on Instagram at studybuddies.com and email the show at studybuddiespodcast at gmail.com.